This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, what the hell is happening on television? We discuss The Simpsons, The Problem with the Pool, and a bunch of other shows that are giving us black joy or causing us black concerns. We explore how white supremacist patriarchal capitalism is trying to fuck with our natural hair routines and opinions that we didn't ask for, like Kanye's, your woman beating cousin on Facebook, and Charles Barkley's. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen with Queen and Jay. Ready? You ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Is you that ready? a thing? Is that from something? It's a reggae song. Dance it's song. called Are You Ready? That's what Elephant Man says in the beginning. Oh. You ready? <laughs> you ready? Okay. You ready? Okay. Probably couldn't hear it in my black American Yankee voice. Uh, maybe. Maybe that's why I didn't register. <laughs> Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Jay. Hey, yes. that was a good owl. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm always here for the owls. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm learning, especially as we do this every Sunday. I don't know that I'm just depressed every weekend. That's yeah, it. you are. It I'm, doesn't matter yeah. what I do. Every weekend I feel underaccomplished. I guess because we work these nine to fives and like, I don't know, I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like the weekend is my time to do the stuff that I need to do that I didn't get to do all week. What stuff? What is the stuff? I don't know. I feel like I, feel I like to, you do it during the week. I need to clean my house. I need to well, like... You don't do that during the week. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I need to clean my house. They're different little task things. You know what? Honestly, if my house was clean, I'll feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay? The cleaning professional that I work with is coming over on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So that will help. Yeah. But I just feel like I have so much to do in that regard and get rid of. If my house was clean, I think maybe I that would help. Because I'm on a house mission um, for my space. Mm-hmm. I just need it to look like I live there. I love yeah. living there. Yeah. So I get what you like. If your space. Right. Right. Was, right. Yeah, I, I don't it. even need it to look like I love living there. Because you know I live oh, the life of a bachelor. I want it to look like I love living nah, there. Nah. I just need it to look like a human lives there. <laughs> and not some sort of rat or ninja turtle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I need. If it looks like that. Then the rest. Maybe I would feel good about. Oh I put this up. And I did this. But now it's just. I feel like I'm working from like negative 27 and uh, you know i don't know but i actually did do a lot this week okay. i just feel bad you about did. it yesterday we were in a group text i know and we said the things we did I know. and jay said like six things it was like i feel unaccomplished was like, i know what? but i had to listen to was- what standard does this bitch exactly. live that's also like i had to i had to list them out like that in the chat and for my it was for myself it was like okay you did this you did that like like actually that's maybe like, feel like you're okay that's a lot of you know? things i don't know um, yeah back if you like to follow the conversation oh, being had on oh, this podcast, podcast, yes, 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 because <laughs> this is a podcast. That's right. Do so by using the hashtag hashtag T with QJ. Use that on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, Insta stories, all of them things. Do Use that. them in all the places so mm-hmm. that we can talk back to you and keep track of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Also, we are in, also we are recording at the Indie Creative Network Studios here in BK. You can fucking come here and report, record your motherfucking podcast. Check their website, icn.dj, for new fucking content every hour on the hour for us, by us. There are podcasts on there. There are video clips on there. People are writing fucking articles on there. It's all type of dope shit at icn.dj. Be sure to check them out. 
Yes, right? Fubu. 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 Forest fires. Yes. We love it. Um, let's get into libations. Let's do that. Do you have any libations this week? Um, I was going to piggyback off yours because yours is so great. Okay, cool. Yeah, but first, well, I'm going to let the listeners know what a libation is. Sweet. So, libations is where we pour some for the homies, the people, places, and things that give us black joy. And that's where we show a love. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, we dropped a bonus episode over this past week. Bonus. If you were checking for it, we dropped um our live interviews our live podcast interviews from pot and live nyc produced by jonathan mena mm-hmm. and um hosted by little miss ent and it's a fucking dope episode Very yo dope. it's great i love i loved hearing all different perspectives on podcasting yep. on the event hearing people and like all the different types of shows that we do mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. that that made it really it just kind of brought to life what pot and live nyc is about all, about. It's all of our black voices focusing on and enhancing different walks of life and different shit so Word. i thought that was dope it was dope what was dope was and me and jay chatted about it via text briefly when we both listened to the playbacks we listened to them alone but we both both of our minds went to old school New York DJ Ralph McDaniels. Oh, yeah, 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 Video yeah. Music Box. Yeah. Um, if you're not from New York, Video Music Box was a show where we got to see music videos. But mm-hmm. DJ Ralph McDaniels would, like, have these parties and he'll go around the parties and he'll just interview people in the parties. Mm-hmm. And people, it was just, like, random old New yeah. York shit. Yeah. And we loved that show. Yeah. So the fact that her and our minds both went there mm-hmm. when we were listening to them right, was like, right. yes. Yeah, and it was very, it was very reminiscent of that. Like, yeah. just pulling people in the party and talking to them mm-hmm. and asking them about podcasting somebody walked through while we're recording somebody walked, walked through, through and, and like down hey what you well there, there was that <laughs> somebody knocked some shit down and that was left on the recording yeah. i love the shit out of that and then there was somebody came through and said hi to little miss ent while, <laughs> while she, was she was doing an interview hey how's it? they had the whole full-blown conversation like if the mic <laughs> wasn't was still there? going yeah. um so i like that i like being able to hear like the party in the background yeah, it exactly. was just it was just really like it was very new york it was very i don't know just it was new york in a way that like it just felt old and like something that's that's that doesn't happen anymore it it is it is something that doesn't happen anymore everyone is trying to um i don't know if it's on purpose or not but trying to be a little more um neater or a little more polished or or meet the standard of which mainstream media Mm -hmm. says we're supposed to meet yeah so i it's a testament also to us, even though this wasn't our uh, idea to do right, this, right, this recording. Right. It was idea, Bennett, yeah. mm-hmm. But it's still very much you and I and how we want to be like authentic to our voice yeah. and um, as New Yorkers. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. though, even by accident, there's content created that's very right. old New York. Well, even it's not even fully an accident because like Mena listens to the show yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah, like he exactly, knows exactly I, it was yeah, to true. me it was very much a fit with hey this is I have this idea and this is how it fits with, with like y'all. who you guys yeah. are and I feel like you can enhance and that's the other thing about like collaboration and I felt like he came to us like oh I can enhance this thing mm-hmm, you know what yeah. I'm saying and I, is that something that I want to do for podcasting and for you guys yeah. so that That's was really, really yeah, yeah. So I really love that episode. Please listen to it if you have time. And libations to Mena and Little Miss Ent, yo, who was an amazing interview, yes. by the way. Yeah, really, just like went with the flow, changed questions as necessary, updated them as necessary. necessary. That was really dope. My only thing, which is not a Little Miss Ent thing uh-huh. at all, it was just I had not when we were talking about questions and stuff. I hadn't considered white people at all. 
I, I never. <laughs> yeah, right. I hadn't considered them. So there's a there's an interview where she interviews the guys, uh, Jeff and Eric from It's The Real yeah. podcast. No, It's The Real is their group. Waste of Time is their podcast. Okay. So she interviewed them. And the whole night we were asking everybody, she was asking everybody why they believe um, black voices are important and events like this for black podcasters are important. Yeah. And she edited the question for them because they're not black and they're not black podcasters. Yeah. And if knowing you and I, if I had even thought for one second that white people would be on the we mic would do we would have said just ask them the same question Mm-mm. ask them why spaces for black, black people, people and black creators are important ask them why events for black censoring black podcasts are important just stick with it we're the default they will work around that yeah, shit exactly, you know yeah um but it, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing collection of interviews and yeah, i'm excited about it. i still enjoyed that interview but it's the only it's the one thing i was like oh yeah white people yeah. right Right, right, right. White people. Yeah, I didn't even when they were there. I was like, who are these white? <laughs> who, who, who are these whites? Oh, who do God. they belong to? They're these are funny. not the people we hired to be here. Yeah, but they, <laughs> these are not the whites we hired. But they gave a great interview as well, and yeah, they, did. Um, they, they were did really actually. nice. And it was nice to have them there. It was. Too, so. It was very cool. Yeah, yo. So libations to all of that good shit. Um, Ooh, let's talk about donations. You want to tell them where they can give us yes. their money? Yes donate to tea with queen and jay if you want to help sustain if you want to help the progress if you want to help keep the lights on Mm -hmm. if you want to make it so that we could buy all the wigs and light all the wigs yo i want to wear a wig under my wig (laughs) that's what i want to do wait what i just thought about that time at your house (laughs) one time i was at jay's house and i seriously thought she took off her wig and it was another wig but that was just me being crazy i'm not rich enough for that yet Back to donations. Back yes. to donations. You can donate by going to teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit our donate tab. And it's there that we have two options. Two. I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> um, those options are PayPal. With PayPal, you can click that link and you can put however much you want at that time. You could come back and visit and put more if you want also. That is a PayPal option. And then we have our Patreon option. And that is where you hit us with something monthly. Um, We're only asking for $2. $2. And that's what we're asking for. You can go higher. You can go lower. We will accept it. We try to keep it so that you choose how you want to. um, Mm -hmm. How you want to support us. That's right. Exactly. So that's the two options, Patreon and PayPal. Yep. So thank you. for, to anyone who has donated in the past, thank you all. Libations to Seriously. you all. You keep us going and we don't make money from this, but we are able to make things happen based on the donations that, that you all get. give us. Yep. We're able to pay for studio time. Mm-hmm. We're able to contribute to like the events that, that we, we throw do. or whatever. Yeah. We're able to like do that shit and keep it free or whatever. So thank all of you for that shit. Um, this mm-hmm. week... We got donations from, okay, forgive me if I mispronounce this. I'm going to make an effort. Dal Savan. They subscribe to our Patreon. Thank you so much. Thank you. We got. Uh, I was struggling with that too. I was like, I'm going to let Jay say that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I practice. I may have still fucked it up. Thank you so much to Kathy. And thank you so much to Martina. They both also contributed to our Patreon and our subscribers now. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Then um, we got PayPals and everybody left us a little note. So thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. We have Max, the homie Max gave us money and he said, keep on keeping on for the good world we've been dreaming on. So thank you so much. <laughs> Queen finds that funny because what is the old school song? Yeah, lyric? What do you know the song? I you don't, don't know the song. I don't know. Yeah. She actually sang it before we went on record <laughs> just to like put her on blast for that. I have no idea what I it was. I feel like it was a song in the, um, what's that movie with the four women that robbed the bank? 
Oh, oh. Fuck. Queen Latifah. Yeah, I know the movie. I don't know why I can't. Set it off. I feel like it was in the Set It Off soundtrack. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, We also got PayPal donation from So Unrelaxed, or I think that's Unrelaxed Missy or Missy. But anyway, that's the business. So Google that. So Unrelaxed. Um, She makes uh, customized, like, dresses and gowns and shit. Does really, really great work. Thank you so much, So Unrelaxed. She says, to you two black women, it's tax time. Thank you for the time and work you put into your show and building community. I can't afford to pay what you're worth, but this is a little something, something. Peace. Tax time. Also known as the black people Christmas. It is. (laughs) It is, yo. black American Christmas. That's right. That's right. That's right. Everything else is just Still waiting for mine and holding my shit hostage. Really? When did you file? I have to prove my identity. Seriously? I filed in March. You filed in March. Early March. You have to prove my identity. Oh. That's what they said? Mm Mm-hmm. I had a letter saying, um, we got no, is this you, bitch? Why? (laughs) They just randomly do stuff like that. Oh, okay. People be scamming. This is true. (laughs) The scam is real. (laughs) Yes. From the highest to the lowest. (laughs) From the friends to the foes. Yes. From the blurs to the nerds. They be scamming. They be scamming. Aisha sent us a PayPal donation. Aisha says, thank you so much for Podding Live NYC. I had a great time. I love the podcast. Keep being great, y'all. Thank you, thank Aisha. You. Thank you so much, yo. Yes. Warms my fucking heart. All right. So thanks for all of those donations. Mm-hmm. Um, donations. Yes. Okay. I was going to say it for now. For now on. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We got donations. <laughs> I'm going to Z on the front of my Ds, yo. I love all the different types of Bronx language that we bring to the table, yo. All right. oh, well, on that note, are you ready to get into the show? Let's get into the show. The show. The show. Yes. There we go. <laughs> don't have to add syllables to put a z on the front of everything shall okay gotta say shall like ow oh right you're right right. (laughs) so we're back uh what kind of z are you drinking (laughs) z tea sorry i know i said z um i'm not drinking any tea all right are you drinking tea what Um, what kind of tea you drink no of course i'm drinking coffee sorry guys you know what i didn't drink coffee on one episode and you said that we sounded tired and (laughs) i'm not i just i don't i don't podcast for that that's not why i come here and podcast we were justifiably tired however i don't come here to sound like that of course not we both don't i'm about to be zooted on coffee every episode until i balance out like my life and get centered again okay um so yes i'm drinking coffee and i'm sorry I guess we don't vape before the show. All right. Did you vape? No, I didn't. Oh. I have okay. it in my bag, though. Look at you. Excited. Doing drugs now. Yes. Like regular on people the go. drugs. Drugs on the go. I yes. like it. Look, you stepping. This is adulting. <laughs> this is adulting. I'm going to get mine next. I'm going to get some yoga classes first, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to get my vape in, because I don't need more depression in my life. <laughs> I don't need that. All right. So I'm drinking coffee. What are your pronouns my pronouns are she and her and what are your pronouns mine are she her and they mm-hmm. and um what are you affirming for yourself this week i'm affirming that i'm a bad bitch yes i'm affirming that i am enough mm-hmm. and i'm affirming that i am the owner of the cat the cat does not own me <laughs> okay my cat Zena is uh-huh. out of here all right all right all right like i come in he doesn't acknowledge me mm. 
Um, but he expects me to acknowledge him when I wake up. When I wake up, I have to pet him. I have mm-hmm. to rub his head. Yes. It's, it's just yes. it's just a lot going on. Some toxic masculinity he needs yes. to work through. Yes. Not yes. having yes. it in my house. So I okay. affirm that I own the cat. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he's still annoyed that you misgendered him from jump. Lord thought it was a Look, woman. Named him Zena. This is what happens mm-hmm. when you get a cat mm-hmm. from a possible crackhead home. <laughs> And they tell you it's a girl, and you name it Zena Warrior Princess. All right. right. I believe in those people. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I like that affirmation. Um, I, as always, affirm that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. I'm going to piggyback on your affirmation, and I'm just going to go ahead and affirm that my dog does run my house. <laughs> And that's just what it is. I've accepted it. At minimum, if she doesn't run my house, we definitely do have a 50-50 partnership <laughs> wherein I take care of the bills and she just does what she, she does wants. She um, wow. But she's my best friend. I've just given into it. It was the resisting, really, that made it challenging. <laughs> you know? And so now I'm giving in. I'm still in the resistance stage. All right. I brought I brought him some cat things. They don't care. Um, I almost bought, almost bought Hennessy more toys this time. And I was like, you know what? She's good. She's good. She doesn't. She's just gonna rip this toy's heart out anyway. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, play. she's got enough stuff to bite. She doesn't need any more. Yeah, um. So yeah. So I affirm that, and I affirm that I am not my job. I affirm that I am not my job. Hey, I, I am, am not, not these pens. That's right. I, I am not the desk that I sit in. Hello, hey. Ah, hey, hey coming hey. out soon. That's right, that's like, right. Yeah, it's been a lot of fuckery going on with my job. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I go to work, I do my job, and I go home and like do my podcast stuff. Yeah. Or I go to work and I do my podcast stuff, and then I go home and do my podcast uh-huh. stuff. Um, and so I've been able to like disconnect myself and like my identity from my job. Mm-hmm. Unless something racist or annoying is happening, and then I just speak up about it or whatever. Yeah. But I've been, in terms of like, I don't bring my my work home with me for yeah. the most part um and lately like my role has changed and they've been kind of fucking with me in a way that i feel is like they're kind of turning my position into like an entry-level position and so that they can fuck with my salary yeah. and just like a, not taking anything away but like not i'm no longer in a position where i can like negotiate for like higher pay it's just all it's all fucked up yeah and it's all whack. And it's, it do, it undervalues me as a person who's experienced, who's been there and contributed certain things to the business. And so all of those, like, personal things and, like, how you should fucking, like, treat another person at work or yeah. whatever, they're fucking with that. And because you spend so much time at work, it can fuck with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just been... I've been, like, reminded that, oh, yeah, I work this stupid nine-to-five job because I really put my spirit into the work that I do outside of that job. So it doesn't – whatever has happened there, usually I don't even pay attention to it or Mm -hmm. don't care. Um, So I had to remind myself that this week that I am not this job, regardless of, like, what's ever happening here. This is not my identity. It's this this work that I do here. I don't put my spirit into it. And whatever shit they have going on shouldn't make me feel, like, less than myself. I like that. Yeah, yo. So as a person who has never been my job, (laughs) I feel you in that. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, so that's a good reminder, yo. My nephew said to me one day that um, school doesn't define him. I want to say this. He was like an eighth grader. I know. I want to say this. Your nephew is the oracle. He is. And listen to him. Yo. Listen to him. Yo. Yo. He speaks the truth. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you for that, uh, young nephew. (laughs) 
What else is going on? You ready to get into the show, 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 yes, show? let's get into the protein. Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, recently, Hank Azaria, who plays Apu, voices the character Apu on The Simpsons. That's mm-hmm. the Southeast Asian character yes. who runs the Mini Mart. Recently, he came out, finally, finally, after years, um, he came out and acknowledged that the character uh, is problematic. And mm-hmm. is that at minimum seen as problematic by Southeast Asian people? Yeah, and um, that it needs to be reconsidered, and that he's down to step down from the role and you know move on from that. Yeah. Initially, Tohari so Kondabolu, who is a Southeast Asian comedian, yeah, he did this whole film called The Problem with Apu, and he talked about um, how problematic that character has been, how he was teased as a kid for being Southeast Asian, and many of those teasing and harassing references were to the character Apu. And mm-hmm. so for a lot of white America, for a lot of America, period, yeah. that was the only image of Southeast Asian people that they had on television. And so that's what the whole film was about. If you have time or make time, please watch The Problem with Apu. It's on True TV. You can watch it on their website if you have a login, perhaps, mm-hmm. some sort yeah. of cable login or whatever. But that's how I watched it. Um, so that movie came out. During the filming of that movie, he had reached out to Hank Azaria for, like, to talk about it and say, hey, what do you think about this? I love The Simpsons, but this this character is problematic. Yeah. What do you think? And Hank kind of didn't talk to him. He sent him sent him an email like, way to go on this movie. I'm a nice white guy, though. I'm going to keep doing this character kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Then recently, The Simpsons came out uh, and acknowledged it on their show by using Lisa Simpson to say something to the effect of, yeah, we saw you guys did this movie. This is the character that we do. Maybe we'll address it. Maybe we won't. We're The Simpsons. Uh-huh. Fuck you. You know, I'm paraphrasing, uh-huh. but that's what I got from it. Um, so anyway, so it's nice to finally see Hank Azaria after all this time finally come out and say, yo, I'm down to step down from this and help the Simpsons move in whatever direction makes the most sense for this character. And Mm -hmm. that we should be listening to Southeast Asians when they talk about characters that reflect them and have an impact on their lives. Um, so anyway, do you watch the Simpsons? No, on and off. When I was a kid, I was not allowed to watch it. Really? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch that. Okay. I don't know why I wasn't. I well, it's for adults. It. We weren't allowed to watch it, but I think we had a TV in our room, so we watched it when we felt like it. Oh, yeah, I wasn't allowed. And mm-hmm. then we didn't do TVs in bedrooms because my parents wanted to know what we was watching. Right, right, right. And also poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I want, a, um, I want a TV selling candy. That's why we had one <laughs> in, a, in my bedroom. I was selling candy, and I, I went, we want a little black and white TV that had, still had the... T- the click thing <laughs> uh-huh. yeah there was no remote control associated with that it was tiny it was black and white and my vision i must have had really good childhood vision because i was on a bunk bed and that tiny ass tv was like all the way across the room that's why you need glasses now <laughs> probably probably trying to watch trying that, to watch that little, that's where we watch save the bell i watched save the bell in black and white yo kudos to y'all who watched it in color oh, i watched it in color my little tv was black and yeah. white yeah, we didn't have- so yeah i didn't watch it as a kid and then when i did hop in as an adult or when you know they started showing it at like 7 p.m like mm-hmm. the the what do they call that what when it was syndication syndication yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um i watched it then and i found it funny but it was not it's not there's people who love the simpsons mm-hmm. i just wasn't those people it's just there i loved it I really loved it. I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. I never understood why the one black character on that show talked like uh, a white guy. 
I get it now that I'm an adult. I realize that <laughs> that character was in a way uh, considered to be black by anyone except for in color. And except for as it was painted like, oh, That's what yeah, this is the black guy. you watch guy. it in black and white. Yeah, right? That's funny. But yeah, but no, I really, I really did. I really did like that show. But I was very disappointed. It's something about like animation sometimes makes it easy to forget sometimes the racial implications yeah. of a show because mm-hmm. it's all fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I I rarely, even though these are all white characters, I rarely processed the way in which, okay, these are white characters. This is, these are black characters. This is a Southeast Asian character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's not really stuff that I thought about I think that's until I was a little bit older. animated series are allowed to get away with so much murder. for so long. Murder, 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 murder. there are characters that are drawn, so mm-hmm. you're just not taking it seriously. Yeah. The actors that are associated with the voices, we don't really know those people. The guy that plays Cleveland on the Cleveland show, that's a white guy. Mm, interesting. Yeah. See, so it's like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that can happen and go on. Mm-hmm. And it goes on mat. It does. It, no one challenges it yeah. because it's like a cartoon show, mm-hmm. and then you don't even know that the person saying these voices are actually white people, right. and all of these things. So I think because it's animated, people don't take the content seriously. Mm-hmm. So then these conversations, The Simpsons been on literally. I remember when The Simpsons debuted. I think I was in first grade or mm-hmm. kindergarten, like one of those grades. Yeah. And I'm in my mid thirties. Mm-hmm. The show's been on for a large portion of my life. Right, right. And right. for these conversations to be happening now about Hoopoo mm-hmm. in a mainstream not to say these conversations never happened, I'm sure they did, but in this mainstream way where like there's right. now a movie about it. Right. When it's, it's a, when it says a lot. We know that that whole thank you come again. Like people yeah, have said that mm-hmm. as a joke Yo, and inserted yeah. that in so many different things that had nothing to do f- with the Simpsons, but that they pulled mm-hmm. from the Simpsons because yeah. of that stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's interesting that we, how it's been so infused into American culture, but how so many of us have been like, wait, what? Huh? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Yeah. How is this offensive? It's been on forever. Right. Meanwhile, it's embedded in the culture, yeah. you know? And by mm-hmm. so many of us, I mean us a little bit, but also white people, because fuck them, you know? Did you watch any animation? Yeah, I did. I didn't like adult animation, though? When I was a kid? When I In my life? Yes. In my life, yeah. Like what? I liked Futurama. Oh, Futurama was fun. I liked Futurama. I like Family Guy on and off, but it's mm-hmm. really racist. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get into Bob's Burger. I don't know why people like that. Really? I'm like, oh, I love Bob's Burger. I watch Burgers. it. I get the jokes, uh-huh. but it doesn't make me like laugh, laugh. It's, right. it's kind of like, oh, uh-huh. okay. I like Bob's Burgers, and I like, um, I like American Dad a lot. I don't know why that's my favorite i feel like i can't i can watch family guy i guess if it's on but I, the yeah, I can't do it's family too much guy. it's too much um too much white guy humor mm-hmm. like you know it's funny because it's racist type stuff going on in that show for me except for when he fights that chicken i enjoy that and when the monkey comes out the little <laughs> the little closet you like that because that. that's how your anger is on oh. sight on <laughs> sight I'm on site. I'm like, where's Jay? Oh, fucking up that bitch. Okay. Because oh, why wait? If I wanted to kill you, I would have killed you then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not I, a future I agree. Thing. I'm not yeah. with the words either. Let's nah, just you're do right. it. You're right. You're right. If it's a problem, it's a problem now. But no, I feel you. I feel you. When he fights that chicken, though, I do like it. But I, I like from, American Dad. I think Dad. American Dad, the alien freak creeps me out. Okay. Um, he can. The alien can exist, but the way in which they... It's like lots of jokes that they put on the alien so it won't be racial or so it won't be sexist or so it won't be whatever 
Mm. It seems like they throw a lot of that stuff on that alien character so they can get yes. away with that shit. So and like, I eat that shit right up. You were right, yo. You just, <laughs> you just read my whole life. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm good on that. Like, oh, man, you're right. Yeah, they do that with the You're alien. right. It makes me feel better about it. <laughs> I love that little alien. Oh, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your life. Fucking ruined Roger. <laughs> All right. Oh, what else are you watching uh, now okay. outside of animation? So, all right. So right now I'm watching Atlanta, which I'm enjoying a lot. They did that episode that black women collectively are not here for. Not, not here, here for that for episode it. that they did that centers Van where she was trying to um, hang out with Drake. Yeah, I thought the concept was fine, mm-hmm. but just the writing, like everyone, it was just a, a big fucking misstep, and it kind of. Um, it kind and for anybody who doesn't know, we're talking about Atlanta. It, it shows on um, FX, FX and it's Donald Glover's series. Yes. So I liked from the beginning when they were marketing this new season. I liked how Van, who was the woman character, was included. Like in the first marketing, yeah. she wasn't included in that. So yeah. I liked that she was included in, in all the print marketing, and it made it like okay, she is a part of the show, which she very much is. Yes. Um, but then when they write her, it's like there are no women present. You know what I'm saying? They write her, and then in that episode that we're talking about right now. Right. So the episode that we're talking about, um, she's the whole episode is about her and her homegirls, and they're hanging out for the night, and the goal is to get a picture with Drake. And I think it's, is it New Year's? I don't know. Okay. I don't think, I didn't. Maybe not. It was not New Year's. No. It seemed like a party. No, it wasn't. And there was a calendar in it that I missed. But yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't New Year's. It was some big party yeah, at his house was it was supposed to be. But that episode was horrible to mm-hmm. me for, to the beginning. Well, it wasn't horrible. I'm mm-hmm. being dramatic. Because okay. there's other episodes actually that I think are actually more horrible that really? annoyed me. Yes. Really? I'm not really liking this this season of Atlanta. Okay. Okay. okay? Right. You're, you're supposed to be my joy space. Yeah. And now I'm like feeling pain. Being creeped out, mm-hmm. and it's just this is not the space that I create that was created for me originally, okay, or whatever. So, that episode, I got annoyed in the beginning when they were like getting ready, and she like shamed her friend for using condoms, and it was like, What are right, you right, saying? Right, right. What's happening? Yeah, I don't do they know women? I know, I think it was a woman who actually wrote this episode too, so it just was weird. Mm-hmm. to know that i have heard through the grapevine that a white woman wrote this episode. i think a white woman did i would feel right. like a white woman did because that scene that we're probably going to get into now yeah where um one of van's friends was wanted to see somebody some popular person mm-hmm. i don't know who they were yeah so the person they're like a famous person within the the atlanta yeah, world yeah yeah not mm-hmm. like a right right, 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 yeah. right um so she really wants to meet this person it's a black man you know fangirling over him mm-hmm. whatever she's going to be his woman, whatever. Right. All, those, all those things you do when you mm-hmm. fan, or you mm-hmm. fan girl over a guy that you're like physically attracted to yep. or romantically attracted to. So she finally meets him, and he happens to have a white girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And or he's she, there with a white woman. We don't know if that's his girl or whatever. Um, it was his girlfriend. Oh, okay. It's clear it's the, to you they don't exist. <laughs> what girlfriends or white people? Both. <laughs> <laughs> So she kind of like goes off on the white girl as if, she, you know, you kind of, you're stealing our men kind of mm-hmm. conversation. She does. It's like a, um, it's a meme. Yeah, so basically. She gives, she gives a meme speech that some black man has probably reposted um, on social media. <laughs> this is why y'all can't get a man. And it's like some angry black woman going off or whatever. So she gives that speech to the white girl as if any of us ever talked to them. Why would you waste your time, time on that? Talking, yeah. 
Yeah. So that was that whole scene is really unfortunate and I think it's really poorly written. I think that there are yeah, written. I think there were ways to um to demonstrate like the disappointment maybe of seeing somebody a black dude that you really got the hots for, like a celebrity that yeah. you're fanning out for. Mm-hmm. I think there's a way to like there was a way to express that potential disappointment of seeing him with the white girl that's not even that pretty. That's always how it is. It, they don't be that no. pretty always yeah i think there's a there was a way to demonstrate that in a way that's more realistic to how we conduct ourselves Mm -hmm. as opposed to the projecting of the feelings that i personally feel like a lot of black men who are with non-black women yeah feel like we are thinking about them yeah you know what i'm saying and we've talked about this before before. where we'll be walking in new york because in new york you walk in your city you're always somewhere with other motherfucking people Mm -hmm. and i feel like whenever i come across a an interracial couple where the guy is black these both of those motherfuckers are staring at me yeah waiting, waiting for, for me, me to, to do, something. do something like mm-hmm. i'm i could be minding my business and i'll turn and notice them but when i notice them they are already looking at me they have been looking yep, at me same. and because this has happened to me and i'm a grown-ass bitch and this has happened to me so often i just automatically smile because i know they're fucking waiting for me to express some type of judgment with my face mm-hmm. and if i do anything short of smiling it's gonna be like yep see they mad mm-hmm. see what? We gotta just we gotta stand against yeah. the odds, baby. Yes. They don't want this to happen, exactly. baby. We don't Somebody care. who I know. You're standing in front of the milk. Move. <laughs> Could you move? Move. You're like, well, this is where I take the train. Yes. That's why I'm here. Could you You're standing me, in front of the turnstile. Yes. Go through it please. or not. Please do something. I'm getting off next stop. But yeah, move out of the way. Yeah. It was very like a, I actually had I don't know if I told the story already, but one of my friends when I met his um girlfriend, it was all cool, it was all love, but she was like, I guess because we were all supposed to be cool. She yeah. was like, Yo, why is it that black girls I don't know if she was saying that we treat her a certain way or mm-hmm. it was a, whatever the question was was fucking dumb okay she wanted me to answer as the black representative you're the for, black woman coalition right damn. right right and like why do black women do this thing that I know that we don't fucking do mm-hmm. right and um, I said because he looks like a model and you don't and it's nothing <laughs> it has nothing to do with what race you are yeah. but just that's just how society that's, is that's usually my reaction right when it's like this where really did these niggas meet good looking black man and it's just like a dud standing next to him right. and it's like how right. did this happen right. that's usually like yeah. how did this happen yeah but anyway how so bad did need a she place didn't like me after that for a while how bad did he need a place to stay mm-hmm. you know? how bad did he need a place yeah. <laughs> That's usually my thought. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they're a lovely couple. I like them both. Mm. But she just tried it. She had the wrong one that day. Glad you did that. Yeah, she wasn't expecting Keep it. Keep fighting so a good fight, Jay. It, it caused some friction for a little minute. Oh, oh well. Um, but you know. Oh, well, she started it. She did. Don't start now, won't be none. She did. She did. Because he said to me later, she was not feeling you. She's not feeling you after that. I'm like, I, she started it, though. Yeah. This is why. Mm-hmm. This is why. Because I was at a party, minding my business, having a good time. And she basically asked me, yo, what's black women's problem? Because she probably felt safe because you were light-skinned. She did. Probably. She's, and I was bald at the time. Yeah. And you know, that that reads yeah. differently. So it's like, yeah. she's light-skinned. She's, you know, she probably doesn't like these black bitches yeah. anyway. So let me ask let her me this ask question. this one. Wrong like, one. You don't look like a model. Wrong though which is nothing wrong with that but that's really the reason it has nothing to do with <laughs> you know your race that's so funny yeah i like that story yeah. so yeah i'm not really into Atlanta too much this season mm-hmm. it's been kind of dark i liked everything honestly i liked everything that michael jackson s episode 
Oh, Teddy Perkins? What the fuck? I didn't, it was just, uh, I didn't like none of that. Yeah. I liked it in the moment, I, but, but I've listened to like a bunch of reviews on it afterwards. Like, I don't want to talk about it. That's what I no, want. No, I don't. I don't want to talk it. about it because it's creepy. I yeah. Don't, I don't want to go there. <laughs> it, it didn't register to me that I was watching a horror movie until we were discussing it. Like, until I was listening to podcasts, review it, and I was like, right, I watched a horror movie, and I don't watch horror And that movies. was the one episode that was commercial free. That one? Really? Yes. Because they wanted you to feel the horror and the intensity of it all where the fuck are you taking me wow. that's what i feel like for this season of atlanta where the fuck are you taking me where are you taking me you yeah. got i'm in the car and i don't yeah. know where the fuck we're going and i keep asking you babe where we going and you're like it's a surprise oh i hate surprises i don't like this i hate i like it i'm, in, like I'm enjoying it but i do hate that babe it's a surprise and then you get there and it's something fucking stupid, stupid. yo it's always so fucking stupid. Somebody did that to me with a movie once. <laughs> and I was like, yo, why are we here? They surprised you to take you to the movie. Yeah. Movies. I'm like, do not. No, we were at the movies and they wouldn't tell me what the fucking movie was about. They're like, oh, it's a surprise. And then by the end of it, I was like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, I thought it was going to be this, but it wasn't. So it's not a surprise. All right. So you wasted my time and you're fucking dumb. You fucking <laughs> asshole. Stupid. Yeah, that was a problem relationship. But sounds like a. huge problem it was such a huge problem but yeah i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying the weirdness of it all i just would like them to keep black women's names out their mouth since it seems like they don't know what they're doing or how to talk about don't let white women write about us no the writer of that the writer of the episode was in fact the white woman yeah why the fuck y'all why y'all let her type things why y'all let her write things you know what i notice about a lot of um black men sometimes as i consume art and media a lot of times they will see a white woman and be like oh yeah you're a woman you could write about this just a reminder folks black women we're our own thing we got our own problems we got our own issues right Mm -hmm. so just like i wouldn't have a white man write your story you can't just pull a white woman and think oh here write the episode about these women going to see this guy when it's not just about that this is very this is about black women going to do this very culturally black thing so like you know no think about that i didn't like that no i didn't like that at all that's where i started going downhill for yeah 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 yeah. um but i am enjoying atlanta but i do feel you it's not it's not like comedy all the time Speaking of television, Seven Seconds has been canceled. That was a TV show on Netflix, the drama that, what was her name? What's her name? Regina King. Regina King was starring in. Uh, How, did you ever watch that? Hell to the no. I also did not watch it. And I just want to know uh, which black people are watching it. I don't know. It sounded abusive. So basically, the gist of it that I got is that it's about these unsolved murders about, or maybe one murder, I don't of fucking know, person. of right black women. Um, I think I don't know anything. And the way the justice system, she wants justice, she wants answers for her daughter, and kind of the way the justice system ignores black women. So yes. stuff that we talk about all the, all time. the time. I don't want that in my art. I don't want that in my art. I don't want to consume that. This is why I'm upset with Atlanta. I don't want that in my art. Oh. I don't need that creepy. Sh- I don't. I don't need that. Mm. Donald Trump is the president. The world is oppressive. Mm. Bad shit going on. Right. You were some black joy for me last year, and this year you're doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Be consistent. Okay. You're an annoying fucking boyfriend. I didn't mean to go back to Atlanta, but okay, okay. that's how I think about Atlanta. All right, so yeah, so seven seconds is off the air. I probably contributed to that because I did not watch, I didn't it. watch it. Either. I was not about to watch that. I'm sure Regina King did an amazing job, and it was probably a great show. But I think that that shows about black pain market them better to white people. 
You know? Yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't want to watch that. At all. I don't need any more black misery in my life. I got enough of it happening in real life and real time. Thank you. Black Lightning. Do you watch that? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm I am pushing myself. It's it's already like they had a season finale, I think, and everything already. And I'm just catching up. It's re coming off it's a little boring to me. Oh, I haven't watched it at all. I hear my roommate watch it. Okay. It sounds black uh-huh. <laughs> but that's all i got i don't yeah. watch that i don't really plan to watch it uh-huh. nothing makes me want to watch i it. enjoy it there are just certain episodes that i feel like they're dragging and i need more i need more like i feel like gotham even though i haven't watched that in a while gotham used to it would like make me like oh shit oh shit oh shit and i don't feel like that about black lightning mm, you know i need that whole shit factor <laughs> I need that. And I find his costume is a little bit clunky. What is it? What is his costume? I don't even know what he looks like. It's like a superhero suit and then it has lightning bolts on the front chest or whatever. It's fun. Like I would like like Meteor Man. Okay, maybe it is. I would like to wear it, (laughs) but it's just something about it is really clunky. It's like I can see the budget in his outfit. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit too clunky for me. I feel like you can hear his outfit. (laughs) Yes, that's what it is. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's not like, supposed boom, to. Yeah, boom. yeah, it's like that. Uh, we shouldn't be hearing um, costume. But there's a, lot, there's a lot of stuff that I like about the show. Okay, so they there's are. that. Um, while we're talking about TV, Scandal, happy to see it go. I'm so happy to see it go. That season finale was stupid. I really thought they were gonna give me more. I thought she was about to pull out all the stops, kill more people. You know, I like, something. I actually watched that shit twice because I thought I missed something. That is the funny part. And that's funny to me. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, huh? What? Because uh-huh. when I was watching it, I was doing something. I can't remember what I was doing. I watched mm-hmm. the season finale live. Was doing something at the same time. Because at this point, when I watch Candle, I can do something at the same right, time. Right, right, right. It doesn't need my undivided mm-hmm. at this time. It does not. So then I'm like, wait, I don't know what happened. I didn't even know it was a season finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter told me. And I was like, wait, that was the last one? <laughs> that? So I'm like, maybe I missed something. Watch it again. Realize I ain't missed shit. Um... And Olivia Pope is having dinner with her dad again, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm glad the show was over. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. That's all that I got to say. That shit needs to be done. I guess if I was invested and I wanted it to continue, maybe I'll feel some sadness and wait into how it ended. But uh, yeah, I'm glad because I wasn't going to stop watching it because it was like, all right, you know. I've been watching but I'm, this long. I'm, yeah. yeah, give me some. But I'm glad that it's over. I'm glad it's done. Olivia Pope is really not of 2018. Like her character, that type of black woman, you don't write that for TV anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like we're we're a little bit past that. A lot a bit past it. A lot. (laughs) So um, I'm glad it's over. Cheers to you for a great run. Yes. Um, You know you're gonna get your check. You're gonna get your check for a long time, and we like that, Olivia. I do like that. Yeah, Carrie, you're gonna be getting it. That's right. All of them. All of them. All of them. Yes. Does that show play on reruns anywhere? Wasn't it playing on BET? It was playing on BET for a bit. I'm sure it's gonna be places. It's on it's on um Netflix. I'm sure they have to pay to mm-hmm. you know, like it's mm-hmm. it's it's making its round. They're gonna be getting a coin. Okay. They're gonna cool. be getting a Do you watch into reality T V? Do you watch Ball in the Family no, on Facebook? I don't. I've been meaning to, but mm-hmm. computer T V is strange. I am very into <laughs> that's funny. Computer T V. That's where I watch all my T V on my little computer. Um I love that little show. I love that little family. That's who, what show is that? That's with the LeVar Big Baller people? brand, LeVar Ball, um, Jello, Mello, and uh, Lonzo Ball. Okay. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. La Jello, La Mello, and Lonzo Ball. Okay. Yes. That's their names? 
that's their names okay. yep yep you do it yep yep right. i love it i really do they seem to love each other a lot mm-hmm. they have a good I, I think the family has like a good team and like good business sense and all that good stuff and just all the things that like people like to shit on him for being a loud um quote-unquote arrogant black yeah, man. man you know what i'm saying like they're all things that have gotten them this far yeah, you exactly. know and people never because you know racism doesn't exist until somebody calls you a nigger so we're just supposed to pretend that the world is fine until then people don't take in, into account that people that like driven black men with vision and ideas and shit like that nobody is telling them this is a great idea you're on the right track yeah. this is, nobody is telling them shit like that nobody is helping them you know what i'm saying so like there are things about certain loud quote-unquote loud black people aside from just the cultural way that we present ourselves Mm -hmm. which is like yeah i don't need to like be quiet and do all these things and the way in which i'm loud is going to be different than the way that other people are loud or whatever but in addition to that there's a certain type of affirming of ourselves that we have to do that we have to we have to wake up and tell ourselves yeah we are great you are like and to our children yeah, you are every, great you're amazing because every other message is contrary yeah. and contradictory so just to that being is an act of resistance exactly 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 and people don't like seeing people you don't like seeing you standing in that resistance yes 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 so that and then just just white men looking on and saying oh that guy is such an asshole or he's so loud or he's so this when you show up as a white man everybody just believes you whatever yeah. you're selling whatever you're doing everyone believes you they believe you're capable they yeah. believe that you can whatever it is and so to be a black person and have to affirm and say i can i'm capable i know what i'm doing yeah. I'm, I'm smart this is going to be something like you never seen before yeah all those things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like people don't get it it's, it's, it's exciting to see them do that That's and to cool. like kind of be disruptors you know what i'm saying yeah. like the things that they're doing especially, a lot of it nobody has ever done before especially and i'm, I'm not talking about the show i'm mm-hmm. just talking about the that family right. period especially when it comes to sports and the the role black men generally play in sports Mm -hmm. um they are generally trained to like kind of just go with the flow um they're trained in interviews Mm -hmm. they're trained in all these ways Mm -hmm. of how to present themselves to the media so that they're likable so that they can get endorsements so that they can stay on Mm -hmm. these teams so that they can do all these things so it is great to see a person in the sports arena saying fuck all of that fuck all of that i don't fuck need your endorsement to we're making our own shoes yeah, fuck that yeah, yeah from top to bottom and mm-hmm. to also challenge the um college basketball and yeah. how these men mm-hmm. are not paid for all the paid for yes. all the labor that they do for yes. these schools the these new universities league. exactly the new universities league that he's starting. make mad yep. money for schools and he's yep. like nah like these kids should be making absolutely fucking money absolutely so or even even as a parent i feel like there are ways in which he uses his voice so that his sons don't have to use their voice exactly so it's so much love and parenting and like protecting in that Mm -hmm. even the way that he talks to them and like you get to see an inside look into like how he engages with his kids it's just so much love in it that i Mm -hmm. just really i just really appreciate and right people don't see that a lot of people say oh you're gonna get your kids in trouble but he's like protecting them the stuff that he says Mm -hmm. it protects them so i don't know i fucking love them People have questions about his relationship with his wife. She is a white lady, but um, I don't have time for that dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm, okay. I don't think I don't think that's re- relative relevant to the larger discussion about like him and their family and that whole thing. You yeah, know what I'm I saying? Don't really, yeah, I don't see. Yeah, relevance. there have been a few times when I've mentioned liking it and it's come up, 
And mm-hmm. I was like, that's not really, I don't think that's relevant to like the larger conversation about them and who they are. Do they though, however, because of that, have like mad light skin privilege? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. You know? that, but that's why he's able to yes. be that loud of course. as a black person Absolutely. because he's light skin. But a lot of our leaders were able to yes. be in the spaces and stand up the way for us they did because Absolutely. they were lighter. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King was not a dark skinned man. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X is not a dark skinned man. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like these were mm-hmm. not dark men. Right, um, right, right. They are actually using their light Would you, skin you wouldn't you wouldn't call my, uh, Martin Luther King dark skin? I can like brown skin. Okay, you can you know he was black, but mm-hmm. he wasn't like black like me. Right, right. Um, you think he was lighter than you? Yeah. Okay. He is using his light skin privilege. His children are using their light right. skin privilege in ways that are beneficial to black people, mm-hmm. period. So mm-hmm. I don't think that, for me, it's not an issue that mm-hmm. his wife is white. Because right. they're tapping into the privilege that comes in that space mm-hmm. and using that for black men in sports, yeah. period. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it's fine for me. All right. Like, so that's TV? TV. I like that. Yeah. Cool. I need more things to watch. If y'all have things to watch, send me things. I feel like I'm, all my shows are gone like mm-hmm. how to get away with murder gone mm-hmm. where is where is this is us where is the fuck is that it's i don't know where it's at cronish yeah. is gone like everything is gone i i, I need I some things mm-hmm. tv is kind of my right do you know cool, what this year know. is you want to take a break yeah, let's take a break. Right. well it's 2018 but do you know what 2018 is all about what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvwithqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. and we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the, the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money we will take that shit we will love that shit we will appreciate that we shit will use that shit that's right so once again teawithqueenandj.com hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black we are mm-hmm. <laughs> yep okay so do you want to get into news that's not news yeah let's do that news that's not news in a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon, Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. So news that's not news is a segment where we present news stories um, that the mainstream media just won't touch because they are fuck shits 
or we present stories with a different perspective that women is race nerds would bring mm-hmm. to a story. So this news is not news story. It's actually really quick. I'm just kind of shouting out something that I came across via social media. Um, the reason why I thought to put this here was because we know about the low rates of employment once you have been incarcerated, how hard it is to get a job, how hard it is to um, join society again. And we all know that prison is stupid and doesn't actually rehabilitate the people whom are in that system. Yeah, that most system people come out worse. Yeah, most people come out worse. Most people are used for labor. Then they come out and can't get a job. Mm-hmm. Which and it's a lot of recidivism. People end up going back in. All the time, mm-hmm. all the time. So I came across this, and um, this is from drivechangenewyorkcity.org. So this is local. Sorry for the people who are not in New York City. This is a um, program that allows formerly incarcerated um, people between the ages of 18 and 25 who were formerly incarcerated who want to re-enter the workforce by way of the culinary arts. So from um, June 2018 to March 2019, you can get a paid fellowship. 35 hours a week and you'll be trained by um, some of the top New York City's top chefs and then they also help you find a job after that. You can email fellowship at drivechange.org.com or you can just go straight to their website. We'll have the link in the show notes and you can also call or text 631-505-3917 for more information um, and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and you get paid $13 an hour. Yep. Um, which is that minimum wage? Yeah, that's minimum wage okay. now. All right, cool. cool Which is actually cool. going to go up next year to 15 in New York City. Oh, good. That's so, nice. Yeah, so that's today's news that's not news story. News that's not news. All right, well, I have a moment in black hair. Ooh, I love these. Yes. So on this show, we like to highlight shit that happens with black hair that's any type of black hair natural hair perms weaves whatever it is because we know unfortunately that black hair is political and it can't just be it's not just a thing never just hair never just hair yo in tennessee over a hundred thousand dollars in fines have been placed against hair braiders who've been working without a license so right the idea of like having a hair braider having a hair braiding license to like two black girls from the Bronx Bronx is foreign as fuck foreign as fuck so traditionally we've gotten our hair braided by our friends our Uh, parents somebody say in high school you see somebody with really nice braids you be like oh who braided your hair be like oh Keisha braided my hair you go to Keisha she charges you a fair price you pay her or somebody got their hair braided on 125th street you go somebody braids your hair there it's this very kind of casual in the sense that it's it's not such a formal procedure Cause it's, like, a, it's a cultural it's a thing. cultural practice you don't make something formal that's like so intertwined with yes, culture yes you know yes like yes what? so right so the concept of like having a license to braid hair is just who, very foreign and who would issue the license because these exactly. systems that create licenses have nothing to do with the cultural the cultural references due to like black hair mm-hmm. or like given to black hair mm-hmm. or braids period right. so what to what standard are you giving this license because you know what i mean mm-hmm. like keisha's not creating these licenses yeah no no it's some white person who for for white people and for government for so long hair and and those um issuing licenses hair has been white hair yes hair has been straight hair hair yes. has not included 
black hair, natural hair. We have not been included that con- in that conversation outside of barbershops or outside of beauty salons yes. where they're doing perms and um, chemical processes and things like that. So any type of like hair braiding or natural hair stuff has operated outside it of that realm. It makes me wonder, sorry, I didn't mean to cut That's you okay. off, but it makes me wonder as more black women are becoming natural and more of our hair care is outside of that realm of what hair was so we're not putting all these chemicals in it and all of this stuff that mm-hmm. you would need licenses for since we're like going away from that and can kind of make money and do these things without needing those licenses mm-hmm. is that why they're trying to like license make us license it now because they're not making money off of that like they were before sorry oh they're not making money off of the perms and all that stuff yes. oh there's less of a so, market that's yeah, so, possible so like if you're creating a beauty parlor or whatever if it's a natural hair thing um, if it is a braiding salon, you won't have to get this license from right, wherever you are at right, because right, it's hair right, braiding right, salon. Right, so right. since we're moving away from um, chemically chemical things that you would mm-hmm. have to be licensed for because mm-hmm. hair care is all about straightness usually yeah. and all of those things. Like since we're moving away from that, are they trying to capitalize on yeah. us in that way? I think that that's definitely a possibility. And then I'm, I think I'm going to repeat what you're saying, but in a different way is is that anytime white supremacist patriarchal patriarchal capitalism gets hip to some shit that we're doing yeah that's that, in mass yeah, yeah mm-hmm. then they decide figuring out oh okay cool we see you doing this now we're so recognizing we to, it now so, we so now to, we're gonna capitalize on yeah, this right because nothing can exist outside of this the forces of white supremacist yeah, patriarchal capitalism exactly and our businesses sh- they don't want our businesses to exist outside of that either. right without heavy yeah. heavy taxation yes. and and taxation not just meaning oh this is the tax that we're charging but taxation is often licensure okay you have to pay twenty five thousand dollars for a license or to set up your shop in order so that it meets these guidelines yeah. or whatever there's mm-hmm. all of these um different taxes that are placed on our ability to just thrive yeah you exactly. know According to Al Jazeera, as of 2017, 27 states require hair braiders to be licensed, though it has already been proven to be a safe practice. Hair braiding licenses in some states include, um, so if you're if you're getting licensed for hair braiding, that, that licensure includes being able to dye hair, wash hair, and in some cases, learning how to give a mani-pedi. That's a, so you're getting this kind of cut in your face. Because <laughs> I don't know. Right, you're getting this kind of comprehensive cosmetology license, which if you're a hair braider and that's what you do, you don't have to do shit else. Yeah, you, you know? don't. So like spending money, because this is money you're spending, this is time that you're spending, which is time that you could be making money. The way that they lump that in with mani and pedis just shows that they don't understand mm-hmm. hair braiding. Yep, yep, yep. Um, in Texas, uh, back in 2015 in Texas, after winning the right to braid hair and being granted licensure, Is- Isis Brantley, who is a woman who has been hair braiding for over 20 years, um, she learned that her license did not apply to teaching hair braiding. So she was arrested by seven officers and handcuffed in front of customers because teaching hair braiding in Texas requires you to open a barber's college. With a minimum of what twenty thousand, yeah, that's the regulation. So you, they are, they are. If you're going to teach anything, it has to be like a barber's college, right? So with a minimum of two hundred of twenty, sorry, with a minimum of two thousand square feet of floor space, she'd have to install ten barber's chairs, even though braiders don't cut hair. Yeah. Have at least five sinks, despite the fact that the state makes it illegal for hair braiders to so, provide services that require a sink. But you, because you're teaching women how to braid, you got to provide a thing. Yeah. So it's all of this extra shit. When hair braiding 
in the community that's something that a lot of people have been able to use to like sustain themselves yes i'm a person who fucking has braided hair and done hair on the side because it just provides me extra money Mm -hmm. when i fucking need Mm -hmm. it this is fucking crazy yep 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 the institute for justice has identified occupational licensure as a detriment to the economy in that it reduces job opportunities for many low income and they use the term low skilled which i don't like but it reduces job opportunities for many low incomes or quote low skilled occupations, which in turn have greater proportion of um, black and brown workers. So like yeah. this is again one of those like support people tax, right? Mm-hmm. So because I'm somebody, I'm not a, lo- a doctor, I'm not a lawyer. I didn't have, I may have not had the access to the opportunities to become those things, right? But I have this cultural tradition. I can braid hair. I can you know whatever the fuck the other shit is that we do or whatever like they have found a way to box us out of doing the things that we can do to sustain ourselves, like doing our own shit, taking care of ourselves, Mm -hmm. being entrepreneurs in that way. Like these are things that traditionally because it was ours, it hasn't been respected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And now that they are hip to it, it's like, it's all these barriers to it. It would cost her for her to to update her shop to be a barber's college. It would cost her Mm $25,000. These fines are going at a thousand dollars a pop or whatever for just like braiding somebody's hair. And there's nothing unsafe about it the it, as somebody like we've had our hair braided like hundreds of times or by whatever strangers. by strangers, strangers by strangers and i'm thinking the worst that could happen is somebody pull your hair too tight mm-hmm. somebody braid your hair too tight and white supremacy don't care about our edges they do not care That's about not our why edges they, that is not why they it is enforcing not. shit because they, they don't care about our it edges is that's not, not why they doing this. It is not. Another sad piece of this is that white supremacist patriarchal capitalism dictates that somebody has to be on the bottom, right? So a lot of times when you have people of color who have gone through the process, whether it be back when we were having all the conversations about raising the minimum wage, people yeah. are like, well, I got an associates and why should somebody who works at McDonald's make the same that I make with my associates or whatever, yeah. right? Because that's a licensure that the white man said, oh, okay. here, get this associates yeah. and then you should be allowed to make this money. Or because you went to Ivy League school, you should be now yeah, allowed to make, make this, this money. money. It's all of these hierarchical classes kind of standards for who's allowed to have what type of life. Mm-hmm. And so... There are people who have these braiding licensures in the states that require it who are encouraging. No, everyone should have to have a license. I worked for this. Everybody should have it. And we should not forget that enforcing the kind of licensure, it it increases the opportunity for those who are licensed to make a lot of money because you box out all, all the, the other, other skilled people. people. Yeah. yeah, you box all of them out. And so it's really just you and whoever else is licensed in the market. And that's the other thing with hair braiding. Everybody could get it. Is mad heads to braid. Yes. We can all make our money hair braiding. Yeah. I don't have to box out other people to do that mm-hmm. stuff. Somebody will always need their fucking hair braided. But when if you live in one of these sad states where it's only a few, few people, people that's licensed mm-hmm. and that's who everyone is filtering to, it's not this article I was reading called it surprising. But to me, it's not surprising that you would have other black and brown people saying, oh, no, the license is good because then it makes it safe. Would, no, yeah. it, it makes your pack, your pockets fatter because you are the one person in this town that has a fucking license. But is that good for the community? I don't know. That's not Kwanzaa, yo. At the fuck read your fucking Kwanzaa principles. Step your Kwanzaa up. We say this every episode. Step it up. Step Step it up. Step it up. It's just fucking sad. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, the Institute for Justice have. I meant to get the link for that, but they have different little like packets of information Mm -hmm. on how 
you can resist how to help resist licensures okay. for for different little things. I think after the 1950s, they say is when a lot of licensures for these like little like bullshit jobs yeah. started like increasing because really it's all it's been all about a money grab yeah, as course. opposed to being about like our safety. There are places where you can be a fucking EMT in less hours than you can be a hair braider. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. Yeah, doesn't make sense. So that's I learned this. to braid hair. Mm-hmm. Tell it. In my living room. Yes. With a doll. Hello. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've just known how to braid for the rest of my life. You yeah. know, it's just it's oh white supremacy. It's a cultural it's a cultural practice. Yeah, it's a cultural like, practice. And I think that there are ways to introduce and some some states so it varies state to state. Some states make you all you have to do is take a self test and like you kind of learn get information on like health and safety. Mm-hmm. Take a self test, pay twenty five dollars and move on with your life. Yeah. Other places you need thirty five hours. Other places you need three hundred hours. So it just varies depending on what the state feels hours. like doing. For hair, for hair breeding, which for for many of us is fucking innate. I am one of those. I'm coming out as one of those women who uh, shame. does not shame. Shame. <laughs> yes, I know. I do not inherently know how to shame. braid hair. Shame. My mother also was one of those shame. women. Yeah. This yeah. Is she could corn twist shame. for some reason. What is a corn? Oh, okay. I yeah, yeah. It's like flat twist, I guess. Yeah, right. That's but she like couldn't. A corn twist. Yeah, she taught herself how to do that, but she couldn't. She couldn't. Listen, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Three. I don't know. I think eventually she got it, but. Okay. All of my old pictures with my hair corn road is their corn twists. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. So I'm one of those black girls that can't really can't really corn roll. But through the community, I've been able to get my hair braided. Exactly, and I can tell other women, oh, go to so and so, go to so, because that's a part of the community thing. We regulate that shit. If so and so braids your hair too tight, we're not sending like, our yeah, friends to be like, oh nah, mean, fuck that, that's it or whatever. She, she will my hair out. Your edges. Exactly. You will not have anything in the middle of your head. You'll be done. You'll <laughs> you be done for. Right. Done. So it's been a community thing. Or you go and be like, yeah, you can go to this place or this place, but they don't have a good bathroom, so you might want to. Like it's a yeah. whole, it's a community mm-hmm. thing, and we take care of each other. And women are still able to get paid. Or people who I've never and had then, a man braid my hair, this but licensure thing, I think I don't know. Well, I feel like take away my ability to haggle because yes, these people got yes. shit they got to take care of and pay off. So mm-hmm. you like you like change the whole dynamic of how the hair braiding. That's cultural too. That's also cultural though. Is us haggling? Now I hate the word haggling, but because mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a white word. But yeah. us like like the bartering and the the negotiating negotiating of it all you know what i'm saying that's something that we do it's like oh okay cool well so-and-so braided my hair for a hundred dollars last week or oh word well i'm bringing my own hair if i bring my own hair then can i do this exactly exactly now maybe i can't bring my own hair and all this other shit you just change the whole culture or maybe we won't be able to be to get our hair braided at all you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like maybe that's just something that's now none of us can get our hair braided because at minimum we could afford to get our hair yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fucking bitches. I know. Um, the pit. You ready for the pit? No, we gotta pay black women. Oh shit. Pay black women. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> yes, pay black, black women is when we feature a black woman that you should be giving your money to through their business or services, through some shit that they're selling. They could be selling whatever. It could be a black woman who is in need of donations or any shit like that. It could be a black woman running a community organization that needs donations. It could be an indigenous woman. It could be a native woman. Um, So yes, pay black women is the segment in which we feature black and indigenous women and ways in which to pay them and or give them your money. Yes. Yes. 
and another yes. What you got for us? This um, week? so for this week, I actually ordered a wig last week because yes. I was feeling sad. I was in my feels, mm-hmm. and I decided to order a wig. I ordered it from it is an Instagram page at Imported Hair Supply. I've actually been following this woman. This is a black woman who makes these wigs. She yep. makes them. She formerly had a website. And I guess it wasn't turn the turnover wasn't fast enough mm-hmm. or something like that. So now she just sells it through Instagram and she's redoing her website. Nice. But I've been following her on Instagram for a year mm-hmm. because I had to study, like see if her page disappeared, mm-hmm. look at comments, you know, just see like yeah. you know trust who I'm giving my money to, which I think is important for everyone to mm-hmm. do, especially when it comes to wigs. You could get a wig that just does not do anything mm-hmm. for you. Yes. So it was a wig on her page that i was stalking literally for a year and i finally ordered it she had a flash sale so i ordered it they are um crochet wigs so she makes it via crochet hair Mm -hmm. and then she makes a wig out of it and i love it i haven't worn mine yet because i still have these box braids in my head Mm -hmm. but i put the wig on and i love it i love it and is the cap big enough because i find sometimes the cap is restrictive and it does it the other person i bought a wig from they claim to do that as well and i have a tiny head and that shit did not fit is she it has stretch? elastic and combs in there. Did it stretch? Did it work for you? I put it on my head with these braids. Okay, cool. Yeah, you so. tuck the braids under? No. No, I didn't tuck the braids okay, under. I don't know. I was curious. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's where I got my latest wig. That's awesome. It will debut soon. Mm-hmm. She's really, really quick. Um, I ordered my wig on the 19th and I got it. I got it on the 28th. I like it. So it's pretty quick. Perfect. So, and I love my wig. All right, cool. And you said that's at Imported Hair Supply. Yes. Perfect. That's her Instagram. I like it. I want one. I'm going to reach out and see if she could do one in my color, mm-hmm. my natural hair color yeah. of white. Um, <laughs> are you ready for the pit? Let's do the pit. Let's do the pit. pit. Triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So the pit is where we throw in people, places, or things that are trying to destroy, ruin, rob our black joy. And we're not here for it. So we throw them into the pit. Yes, not here for it at all. What do you have for us? I am throwing mm-hmm. Kanye Amari West. Mm. And the fucking pit. Okay. Okay. Kanye, I was rooting for you. We were I, all I even for said you. on this fucking show that I am excited because Kanye has been really quiet. Mm. So that means he's been working on some really good music. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe, I wasn't really counting on it that much, but maybe we'll get some old Kanye tunes. Right. Maybe. Right, maybe. right, right. Kanye, and, sorry, okay. he's one of, just as an example, he's one of the black men that I always bring up when I talk about the ways in which... Um, white people want to silence us yeah and the ways in which we don't understand how important it is for black people to say i am great i am the best i am a I god am the shit i am a god yeah. right 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 because all the messages that we get are to the contrary mm-hmm. um so i always defend him in that i regard. always defend him in that space too yeah um but he resurfaced and first he was doing his inspirational i'm a creative mm-hmm. stuff and we're I, the millennials y'all <laughs> Um, I've seen him posting those things I'm like okay he's about to start selling us something because Kanye only talks to us when he wants to sell Mm -hmm. us something so that was one week then fucking this week the week that just passed Mm -hmm. he just gets all um, 
Trump loving yeah. and just just being really, really, really trolling. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he actually feels these things or believe these things. All of these tweets yeah. could have been programmed. He's probably fucking outliving his life and had those tweets on his Hootsuite pro <laughs> scheduled to drop. Scheduled to drop because he crowd knew fire. He, yeah, where well, he he knew what he had coming out mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think it's really insensitive to troll people in that way because you want to sell a product Mm -hmm. don't do that don't do that to people we don't have time for that Mm -hmm. people are like really affected by what's going on and the things that trump is continuing because it's not like these are like new things Mm -hmm. these things have been consistent within the cloth of this country but the the trolling nature of it i don't think in my lifetime i've seen a president do so overtly so for you to align yourself with that to sell a product Mm -hmm. to people who, for the most part, a lot of your fans who made you who you are, the people who look like you, and the people who you're trolling mocks, mm-hmm. is just like fucking ridiculous, yeah. very insensitive. And I didn't listen to that new single you released. Oh, you released a new single? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's all the my, stuff. my cousins didn't. Oh, maybe they did drop it in the group chat. Somebody yeah. dropped something in the group. We've been talking about this in it's my family group things. chat for a while. Don't troll but, me to sell shit. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, not, like, don't. There's ways to do this. Yeah. Pay more attention to Beyonce. She mm-hmm. knows how to do these things. You're do like the way you're doing it, inciting rage in people, right. so you can sell something, and then having the audacity to call it. Oh, I just want to start the conversation. I hate the, everyone. I hate start listen, the conversation. Let's throw ass start the conversation. Ask mofos. They need to go on the pit as well, because most of the time they're starting a conversation that's already been started. Mm-hmm. They're starting a conversation that people talk about every day. They're starting a conversation that's starting for them. And it has yeah, nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with everybody, everybody else. That Charles Barkley ass nigga is a start the conversation type mofo. I went to college with Matt. Start the conversation I type. I say you went to college with, with no, Charles Barkley. I'm not that old. I thought like, he's metal. I'm not that old. Um, it's a lot of you Facebook ass niggas that are start the conversation start type the conversation mofos. Ass if you are, if a conversation has happened or an idea has happened, Google that shit first and find out anything. who's been having it already. Say, and say, then join I am in. now joining the conversation. Yes. All right. Change yes. how you do that sentence because yes. it's not nah. Like the same motherfuckers who be like, um, that's crazy how they doing Bill Cosby. And then you come back and you mm-hmm. say, Well, actually there's lots of evidence and he actually admitted to a case and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then they go, Well, I wasn't even really looking into all of that. So why why are you Dude, taking it so seriously? That whole Bitch. I wasn't even really looking into all of that. So why are you it's talking? Like, why are you talking then? Why are you here? Why, why are you talking? Why, why are you taking this so seriously? Why you know? would not take this conversation about rape seriously? Why isn't this serious? What's Somebody that? in the group chat and the family chat <laughs> also made a joke about um the new Khalees coming out, coming forward oh, and talking about Nas another, um, beating yeah. on her mm-hmm. or whatever. Somebody made a joke about well, you know, Nas. I'm keeping his albums. Da 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 da. He has to. He would have to be charged against something. In my head, I'm like, we already know that about you. You the woman beaten relative. <laughs> so, why are you in here? Why are you in this thread Says commenting on the this? Woman beater. Even with that, with the Khalees thing. Like I don't I was talking to a friend of mine and I'm like, if you listen to this show, if you know me and you know my life, you know how much I was in love with Nas. Like mm-hmm. that was my even as even as his hope tapness got more revealed, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you know, I, I fuck with I fuck with more ignorant people. It's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I could do this. Mm-hmm. But this was like it for me. Like it's over. Where I'll tr- my triad in my head yeah. is just like yeah. not happening. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned this, and a, f- a friend of mine was like, "You believe her?" 
Believe who? Khalees? Yeah. Why would she lie about this years later? Why would she lie about this years later? One, and like, what, what is, like, what is liable? You know what I mean? Like, what, mm. what in her, what in her stating that someone, she experienced abuse in a relationship, why is your first thought to deny, to doubt her? Mm-hmm. Like. Because bitches huh? be lying. We live in real ass life where we know of people who, mm-hmm. whom live in these situations and then you don't know to the end or you don't know until they finally say mm-hmm. something and you're like, oh, shit. It's I built ain't... into the culture, though, that women are liars. And that most of what we say, we're, we we're exaggerating, deceive. we lie, we, we deceive. Yeah, there was this whole study done even about like married couples, straight married couples, where men, they just innately don't believe their wives. Mm-hmm. Whatever is being said is being exaggerated or lying. And I've been in relationships like this or whatever. It could be the smallest thing where somebody, I'm saying some bum. He got himself like actual food from like a Caribbean restaurant and he brought me back a box of fucking Kennedy's chicken. I'm like, why didn't you get me food? Whatever it was, I'm sure he couldn't afford it, right? So he took care of himself. So I'm eating this dry ass garbage, feeling abused, right? Because that was an abusive relationship. It was abusive. Not only that, but I'm eating this dry ass garbage and this was like in my early 20s. And I'm like, yo, this is dry ass garbage. So the whole time, so whatever, I eat whatever dry ass garbage. And then he takes a bit of it. He's like, oh, this is terrible. I thought you were exaggerating. Like, I, like he thought I was just mm. going on. Wow, she's going on about something or whatever. No, like something is happening to me. People don't believe women. And that, that again, that was like a crazy ass abuser. But in general, people don't believe women, yeah. you know? And so whatever we're saying, we must be exaggerating or lying. It's even, honestly, it goes into why people don't listen to women, right? Yeah. So somebody, Barry actually was just talking about a study um, in terms of podcasts yeah, so of who her, is listening. Her, yeah, who is actually listening to women. So like lots of people know about our, our podcast and lots of men listen to to it but we know in terms of the podcasting world and who's listening to what that there are men who know about us but don't listen to us yeah. because why well, am i listening to women, women for you know what yeah. i'm saying what's the point they're not when i say we can't there's no way that i could be saying anything that would be any, of any relevance to a man mm-hmm. because i'm a woman and probably what i'm saying is not that true yeah so mm-hmm. but it, it it adds to why we could take this out if whatever but it adds to why i kind of don't want our imagery on stuff mm-hmm. um because of men like that or when people see women it's just like oh they must be talking about this and because we're like oh you mean why we don't use our faces on yeah, the podcast logo yeah. and stuff right is, is, is that reason and then also because like we're attractive like, women ooh, they must be talking about vaginas every day yeah and then but and also because Wetness. we're like we're attractive women or what people was considered right. to be attractive so right. we must be talking about makeup but we must be talking about hair which women actually look, do to yeah, us yeah people do that do that they to assume us all that the we talk that we do a thing on fashion and this that or whatever yeah, it's like now nah, we talk about some real serious fucking we just shit. also moisturize ourselves and wear colors sometimes yeah you know you but know? it's like usually if you're a person who says who speaks about real things yeah. as a woman you you should probably just look dry mm-hmm. or some shit especially <laughs> 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 oh gosh so Kanye goes in the pit. Okay. All of the Khalees naysay is going to pit. Yeah, all the, all let's of the start, start a conversation, conversation mofos got to pit. Everybody who thinks that, like, Bill Cosby is innocent, all of y'all going to pit. He, the man said himself. <laughs> he said it. What more do you have to do? He said, I drug women to make it easy to have sex with them. He said it, yo. Mm-hmm. He said it. If he only did that to one woman. Somebody, some both. Let me delete this motherfucker now. Somebody. I almost want to name names. This motherfucker. Anyway, um, 
talking about oh maybe he raped 15 women but i don't believe he raped 60 nigga so okay so it was 15 okay sure i'm off this I'm like off what this. i'm off this. what i can't but that's how disposable women are bitches oh, be lying God. and who cares or whatever so mm. listen fuck all of you okay all of you fuck, fuck all of you, of you. So, all right so well we did a show we did do a show <laughs> i feel energized show, yeah. to go into the week with that fuck we all did of a show. you be sure to follow us on the social media that we are on twitter and instagram that is at t with qj we are on tumblr and facebook search t with queen and j and like or follow us there mm-hmm. um be sure to visit our website t with queen and j.com yep. and what is at that website our donation tab make sure to hit that tab donate keep the show going mm-hmm. send us T-mail. Yes. T-mail, T-mail, T-mail. Our T-mail's been kind of dry. Has it? Yeah, it's been kind of dry. Okay. Send us some T-mail. Mm-hmm. That is twithqueenandj at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We love when you send us T-mail. We do. Also, if you have a clip or a show episode that you love. Your favorite. Your favorite. Send it to us. Mm-hmm. Okay? We like to know what those clips are, what yeah. those pieces What's are. What's your favorite? What's, what was? What are some of your favorite uh, moments of oh, T with Queen and J. J? We would love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have anything else? Um, no, are you done? Yes, I right. am done. Are you done? I saw Black Panther again. I haven't <laughs> seen did. Infinity War yet. Oh, I saw I'm, Infinity War. It was good. You liked it? Okay. Yeah, it was I'm good. I'm going to see it after I see Black Panther One thing again. I didn't like, they assume that you know these things oh I, I i was asking the person i was with questions the whole time but uh-huh. men like that shit yeah i had this dude i went to see some um one of those marvel movies a long time ago i was on a date and stan lee came and did his little um his cameo his cameo does. and this nigga leaned over and he was like that's stan lee and i was like if you don't get the fuck away from <laughs> me what the fuck yo that happened to me in the trance. Don't lean over and explain no okay. shit I ain't fucking asked you. I know it's Stanley, you fucking bozo. Anyway. Okay. Hashtags. Sorry. <laughs> hashtags. <laughs> hashtags Black Lives Matter. Hashtag get the fuck away from me. <laughs> hashtag um hashtag pot and live NYC. Hashtag pot and hashtag yep. podcast and color. Mm-hmm. Um hashtag we all win. Hashtag black panther so lit. Black Panther so lit. Hashtag Has- Wakanda forever. Hashtag, hashtag- Pay black women. Hashtag Wakanda salute. Hashtag listen to black women. Hashtag universal fan con. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag why con. They just had, why comic con? Excuse yeah. me. They just had um, their Saturday con for yeah, everybody so, uh, who was it displaced. Looks, it looks really It looks good. really great. Warm my heart and yes, shit. Yeah, I, I was did, sad I that I wasn't that there. Um, so that's hashtag WI comic and then ON. Okay, okay. What else? Stop killing trans women. Hashtag Spoonie Chat. All Black Lives Matter. Disability to white. Hashtag film this. Hashtag say her name. All right. Peace. Good day. That's the same.